0: Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, life coach, psychotherapist, and host, and on today's episode, I'm discussing the healing power of patience. Patience is defined as the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. A good life really requires patience, doesn't it? A question I get very, very frequently is, Nikki, how do you really do inner child work? And I know some of you out there are absolutely overwhelming yourselves reading book after book after book engaging, holistic healer after holistic healer after holistic healer. And you know what's probably missing? Patience. Psychotherapy, mental health as a field, in my opinion, has really missed the importance of patience in all recovery work. How do you really do self-love without self-patience? How do you have a spiritual practice without patience can someone be kind without being patient these are questions you might want to just sit with you might want to take out a journal and see where these questions take you but where and how do we learn patience if we were raised by the impatient now I've never really met somebody that I thought was pretty dysfunctional and thought they're dysfunctional and patient Impatience usually goes with dysfunction like peanut butter and jelly and this may be one of those things that we never ever name out loud with a therapist because it's hard to see how impatience might affect us over the course of a lifetime. We're also living in a modern society where things are on demand. That's the phrase right on demand. Think about that phrase. I don't know that it's good for a human's ego to be able to have so much on demand. We're delaying gratification less and less. Those of you who are at least 35, do you remember looking forward to movies the way that I do? We're just not practicing waiting for things like we used to. So we may have less natural opportunity to practice patience. Take a moment to think about your childhood. What was the dynamic around patience in your family of origin? Think about the adults in your childhood that you felt the safest with. Were they patient? Any favorite teachers? What qualities did they have? Was patience part of the quality that made you feel safe with them? Now think about who was impatient with you. What are the effects of that? What did that teach you? Is that a major source of learned anxiety? Are you now patient? Are you more patient with others than with yourself? And if you are, what's that about? In healing, it might just be true that it's less about what you do to heal, but how you do it. In my opinion, it doesn't matter how much healing we invite, how many books we read, how many therapists we see, no matter what their skill set. But if you bring impatience and a critical voice to the process, you're not healing. You're accidentally recreating an intensely shaming and dissatisfying childhood struggle. Do you know this Einstein quote? He says, We cannot solve a problem from the same consciousness that created it. For so many years of my life, I pushed my healing process. I pushed it. I forced it. I did all the things that I was supposed to do. I checked so many boxes. But I did that with frustration. I did that while nursing a feeling of being behind everyone else. I believed a story that I should be further than wherever I was, no matter how hard I worked to get where I was, recreating never good enough, coming from a place of impatience. I was angry that I had to waste time healing and growing when it seemed like everyone else had the luxury of just living and moving on with their lives. I was impatient with myself every day, every moment. I gave myself a constant self-message of, you aren't where you're supposed to be. Get to where you are supposed to go and get there yesterday. It was a pressure. It's a shaming. And it's unkind. And here's the doozy. It's completely lacking in empathy. And how could that be? I'm an empath. I'm a super empathic person. And that's where the codependency gets us. That even while I could practice immense patience with children or other people or friends, I didn't seem to know that I was a really good recipient for that patience. I needed it. I was starving for it. If patience is an emotional nutrient, I was starved. I could not heal myself using the same energies that I learned from a dysfunctional family. Dysfunctional families that stay super dysfunctional, they tend to have low maturity. And low maturity means low empathy. This is how we can learn to be low empathy with ourselves even while being high empathy people. So what do you think after hearing me say this? Have you been trying to heal yourself through the same energy Of the very traumas and neglects that you're trying to heal? Have you been feeling like you're spinning your wheels or running in place? Is this why? Those of you who struggle on and off with suicidal thoughts, consider how patience plays in. If I'm not a safe place for myself to fall, if I'm giving myself a constant message of not good enough, And if life throws me some extra waves of stress, if I'm not patient with myself, with the process of life, with the things that we just have to wade through that life throws us that we didn't plan for, we didn't expect. If I don't know how to be patient with myself, where the hell is myself going to go? Myself is going to want to run away from myself if I'm not a safe place for me to fall. And for many of us, that equals suicidal thoughts. So some of you are listening to this, maybe connecting some dots. What if patience is the key to no longer having those thoughts? If we're healing from a chaotic, dysfunctional childhood, we must, must compassionately understand and empathize with our own inner children. And we learn to radically soothe him or her. I had to learn an energy completely different than what I had known, what I had been taught, what I had absorbed. I had to reprogram myself from that critical and terrified, impatient being to a patient, compassionate, secure, reasonably understanding person
1: Now
0: live on all podcast platforms. Those of you who are codependent, you have so much evidence that you can do patience and compassion. You've just been giving it away outwardly. Newer definitions of codependency are defining it as a lack of self love. The good news is that if you can give it away to others, you already know how to do patience. Compassion. So you don't have to learn this stuff from the ground up. It's there. It's in you. You know how to do it. It just requires a permission that you count. You matter. You get to be a recipient of your best stuff too. You get to retain some of that goodness for you and not give it all away. If we're codependent, healing is in seeing this. Healing is in committing to distributing that patience and holding some of it for yourself. That's what adulting is. If in childhood we were just in these energies and couldn't choose differently, could not walk away at eight years old, get into a car and say, I am out I'm going somewhere else, I'm living a different life. We couldn't do that. But in adulthood, we can take the reins because we are going to be developing all the days of our lives as seekers. So your childhood development, whatever happened there, happened there. But in your adulthood development, you can take those reins and you can learn to give yourself exactly what is needed. And if patience was missing, Your world might burst wide open in the healthiest ways possible to recognize that, oh my goodness, is patience the missing piece? Deep people yearn for a closeness, a safety, and intimacy with others, right? This cannot be until we learn how to intimately and safely be with ourselves. I don't see how that's possible without the intention of patience. Once we invite patience for ourselves inwardly, it also gets so much easier to be patient for the very things, our pet peeves. So this is a beautiful process to invite for yourself and for everyone in your world. It makes the giving that we will give more pure instead of coming from a depleted place, instead of our inner child being pissed off that He or she can watch us give goodness and patience and kindness and compassion and care away when we retain some of it for ourselves. I am so grateful that I was born into this life with a spirit that inspired me to seek. It's helped me find a deep peace and happiness and security. And when I look back at my childhood, when I really picture that sweet little girl that I was, And I know you were a sweet little girl or sweet little boy, too. We all deserve patience. And right now in this moment, we can stand up for ourselves and say, I am the one who can step up for me. I can provide that and I will. That results in the security within ourselves that we've always wanted to feel, that we imagine healing to be. What happens to your life if you radically own patience and the power of personal responsibility? What happens if you really look at what mistakes your parents made, even if their intentions were pure, and learn to give yourself what you needed but missed out on? I promise you, you have the power to give your inner child exactly what he or she needs. What if you did this moment to moment? What if self-kindness and patience start as something we practice? And when we practice it enough, we no longer have to because it just becomes who we are. I hope there's something in this episode that helps you see yourself with more clarity, that helps you hold yourself with more self-love and self-respect. I want to invite you to patreon.com backslash emotional badass when you sign up for our Patreon, you help us keep the show that you're listening to right now absolutely commercial free. We also have so much content there for you. We have 40 or so exclusive episodes. We have the biggest discount on the Boundaries course always for our Patreon producers of the show. We have exclusive episodes and our next monthly live stream is August 11th. And the topic, Patreon has spoken. This time I let y'all vote. And Patreon decided that the topic will be grief. So if you're interested in any of that content that we have for you, that we have been creating for years now, it's a beautiful circle of y'all supporting me, supporting you, supporting other people. I mean, this is a supportive community of people who are growing and evolving. I don't use Patreon like social media, everything that we put there is a nugget. If you're giving it your time and your energy, there is a nugget of some kind of something that will help you heal, will help you connect a dot, will help you see and hold yourself with peace, clarity, and soul care. Come find us at patreon.com backslash emotional badass. And remember, if you're intending on signing up for the boundaries course, come grab that code after you sign up for Patreon. One of the things that you get when you are a Patreon producer of the show is you get a shout out. And don't worry, some of you that are shy, we ask you how you would like to be represented. So I'm not going to shout out with your last name or anything like that, unless you give us permission. So I want to thank these Patreon supporters. Emily Cryer. Wow, that is quite the last name for a highly sensitive person. (laughs) I wonder what that was like growing up. I want to thank Shannon Newman. Thank you all both for being here. I want to thank Carrie, Angie, Lynn, Rachel. Thank you for all that you do to support us just by being here. You help us keep commercials off the show. I want to thank Charity, Heidi, Sheila, Taylor, Olivia, Susie. I want to thank Priya, Danielle, Anne, Hannah, Felicia, Crystal. Oh my goodness, there's so many of y'all. Thank y'all so, so much. I want to thank Carmel, Michelle, Lindy, Holly Hartman, and Janet. Thank y'all so very much. There's such a big circle of support. We appreciate you so much here. I'm an emotional badass. You're an emotional badass. And together, patiently. We're where Moxie meets Mindful. Light and love, and I'll see you right here next time. Bye-bye.